So before we uh, kick off, I just wanted to announce one of the greatest ever mailbag entries. I know we don't, we're not, we're, we could have saved this for a mailbag special. Maddie, you're wait, back though. in, by the way. It can't it, wait. This can't wait can't for wait. a <laughs> can't wait for a mailbag special. This is the best mailbag we've ever received. Yeah. I'm going to play this. This is from the great Scotty Shaw. My yeah. hairy mailbag is no longer hairy. The hair fell off out of shock. Yeah, just, it's shaven hairy. Just a mailbag. Yeah, shaven, <laughs> it's a shaven hairy mailbag. mailbag. It's a, sh- <laughs> it's a smooth. It's like lanolin. It's yeah. a lanolin mailbag. It's one of those um, waterproof ones that's all shiny now. Yeah, Scotty's written. Hey boys, thought you might get a kick out of this. It's a little too long to be useful, so you guys might have to work in magic shears. I'm not that proficient. But the whole thing is wonderful to listen. Anyway, I thought you'd get a kick out of this. Uh, you can edit it for pieces uh, and new drops. I think you know the ones to use. Thanks for all you do, Scott. Now, Scotty. Scotty does know. Scotty, Scotty knows. do. I'm pretty excited about this one, to be honest. To share this with <laughs> the peeps at home. And here it is. Get into the gay podcast. Hey, hey. Coronemic, ladies and gentlemen. Exciting, Scott. This is exciting stuff. Look, I still got hair. I got hair. It's just a mess. It's just a mess. Oh, boy. Memorizing all your mission reports has taught me, Reese, that your father made you right. He did. He made you right. Memorizing all your mission reports has taught me, Reese, that your father made you right. <laughs> what does it say here? Speaking angrily with emphasis on the O and E vowels in an elongated <laughs> version of the name Cooper. Ah, I understand. Get into the gate, you crazy kids. <laughs> it's just... <sighs> funny as it sounds, I... I pulled some crazy muscle here in my chest and it's hard to breathe. So (laughs) it's hard to do the, uh, (laughs) Uh, that was very painful. (laughs) About this, (sighs) get in the gate, get in the gate, Stargate podcast. Get into it now before it's too late. Before I can't breathe anymore. Before I need your help. I love you all. Get into the gate. Get into gate, Stargate. And send me smack. Wow. That is amazing. That's incredible. Corky, Wow. All I can say is I'm so glad I made Jonas in the wind. That's all I can say. His fandom never died. You know, if anything's going to get Reese back to the podcast, it's going to be the fact that we now have Jonas saying, your father made you right. Yeah. yeah. Don't waste it, Reese. What are you doing? Yeah. Come back. Oh, shit. Whatever Daniel said, whatever he did, he didn't mean it. We just want you back to you. Watch it back. Get out of gate. This is episode 160. We are talking Stargate SG1, season eight, episode five. The Get Out of Gate team here. My name is Mitch. Joining me, as always, Matty. Yo. And Brendan. Hello. Welcome, boys. Look, uh, it's been a couple of weeks since our last uh, episode for those that are listening to us live. And we did tease at the end of 38 minutes from Stargate Atlantis that we weren't all that excited about talking about Icon. I had less of an idea about what that was compared to you two because you're a little bit more well-versed in uh, SG-1 lore than I. Um, but, yeah, putting it on, I'm like, oh, this is what they mean. And then Oh, now you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the, the, the episode ends. You're like... Oh, so like nothing happened. Yeah. Cool. yeah right. Okay. Well, I can't like, wait to talk like about I this. Like I know, I know we're all in isolation in different rooms, but can you all smell that? 
that's the smell of this episode. That's my, like that's, oh. yeah. No, that's not what I was smelling. I, <laughs> for me, I watched this episode on a website called Daily Motion, which is a complete piracy website. And oh, great people if they want to sponsor Great people, show. Daily Motion, if they want to Get involved. Jump Stand on board and get into Gator. Gmail.com. And yeah. the best thing about that website is you can put it on whatever speed you want. So I put this on 1.5 speed. Mm. Oh. much like the Australian PM Scott Morrison it's much better on 1.5 <laughs> speed because you can actually tolerate it actually that reminds me do you know a great way to get through an episode of television you hate this is back remember um, Craig my friend Craig who's, who's been on the podcast do I yeah years. he tried to shoot me <laughs> you're lucky it was just shoot mate um, he let me um, the, and this is my that's one I guess the Star Trek The Next Generation DVD box sets that he has to try and get me into it which never worked because the first season is absolutely horrible and no one will ever tell me otherwise that's one. but what I did when I was getting really really bored is I was playing with the languages so like changing it to Spanish or whatever and there's one point where like um, is that where was, Around the World came from? no <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, but, but there's one point, and I just clicked it over just in time to have Geordie LaForge go, hola. And that's... Wow. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if, yeah, maybe Icon would benefit from um, a language change. Well, one can yep. only hope. Mm. Sure. I'm not going to go back into the legwork. If you so. put in Klingon, it'd be better. Ooh, I'd, still, yeah, that could be I'd watch it more. I'd be more likely to watch it. <laughs> well, you do Klingon. I was. We were talking before we started recording about Lord of the Rings. I'll watch it in Elvish, and oh, yeah. uh, and Ooh. you know, and oh, uh, in in oh. Hugo Weaving's Elvish too. Oh, yeah, it'd be oh, bloody beautiful. I was thinking, um, what's her name? Uh, the dark-haired chick, son Liv of the... Tyler. Oh yeah, Liv Tyler. She gives good Elvish. I'll bet she does. That's what I've heard. <laughs> That's what Aragon said. <laughs> the. Uh... <laughs> Well, I was like I've said, I, um, I've been re-watching The Matrix and waiting for Matrix 4. And, I, and the thing that Hugo Weaving, uh, I think in Revolution, in Reloaded, when there's the bunch of them, when the Neo fight happens with the pole, mm. the, it's really dated CGI. It was amazing in 2003, but today it kind of sucks. Mm. But there's the part where he goes, um, forces that make them, forces that build them, forces that bind them. And I was like, oh! <laughs> Lord of the Rings too is like so great, <laughs> and then the that dog really was finds a, them. A great like four year period for Hugo Weaving. Yeah. He just he owned the box office. Like no yeah, one man. would give him that credit. But from Matrix One and Ninety Nine, so yeah, Lord of the Rings Three in two thousand. Well, he had three massive blockbusters in two thousand and three, and he yeah. wouldn't get the credit for it. Like I I met him about ten years ago. He was off making a film in the middle of the outback where he was sleeping in a tent because they had about a seventeen dollar budget. I'm like dude, yeah. you oh, like you, you have your name. Oh, Forty four or something like that. Maybe I can't even Got remember the name of it, but you Maybe think not. like add on the fact that he's Red Skull, he's in three just off the top of my head of the biggest franchises of all yeah. time. Not to mention yet, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Oh, oh the my god, <laughs> <laughs> does look good in lipstick. No, I would have thought that. I was watching that. an episode of uh, an old and not to, be, not to be mistaken as Bad Boy Bobby. Let's put that out there. It does look like, like Did that. anyone ever? <laughs> I, um, I was watching an old episode of uh, Power Rangers. Not the Power Rangers we grew up on, but the ones that sort of came out sort of by the time we were in high school. Like, oh, the gross you know, ones. The bad ones, Ew. like two, 2002, 2003, no. just to see what kind of a mess they are. <laughs> and there's, there's one from like 2002, and in the middle of a Megazord battle, They've they've stolen that 180 degree um, matrix bullet like bullet motion yeah, shot. Uh, so there's like a, a megazord in midair and it just kind of freezes and then the camera no goes way. in really really bad sensation. That's hilarious! Wow. Yeah, I gave up when they started driving cars. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, guys. I'm um, out. Sorry. If it's not in the shape of a dinosaur, you can get. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a power engine getting around with like a Mazda crest on his shirt, you know? Doesn't doesn't hold the same weight as a Mastodon. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm gonna say a, Porsche or something, but that's <laughs> Maserati! <laughs> There's a Japanese one. There's a Jap one of the original Japanese Sentai that's never gonna make an, an American version is trains. Their Zords are trains. Mm. And they literally yeah, have sense. really they literally mobile. Have Train tracks. <laughs> they have train tracks across their costumes. It's, oh, give. It's called That's true. I'll send you a picture. It's amazing. I want to know. Conveniently, they're 100. I want to see the pitch meeting for that. 
Jesus yes. Right. They got train tracks on their face. It's yeah. awesome. All right. Shockers. Lock it in. Whatever there you say, Brian, you've nailed it three times in a row before. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> there was one a couple of years ago, and it's uh, it's the horoscope. So there's 12 Power Rangers, and they're like, Virgo, Pisces, Taurus. Oh, no. Stop it. And the Virgo is the pink ranger, and she's got big pink Cupid I'll wings it is. on the back of her costume. Virgo, yeah, right. <laughs> sure you skank. are. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's been oh. here, right? Yeah, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've covered about seven different franchises as we yeah. look to avoid talking yeah, about Icon. Did uh, we, in front did of we me read the, the synopsis? Oh, I've got it in front of me here. Oh, oh there you go. Box set. It's waiting. So, uh, at the top of the second disc, oh, this uh, is going to be riveting. Drum roll. Oh, all right, let's do it. Here we go. SG-1's sudden appearance sparks a civil war on the planet Tagalus, whose inhabitants were unaware of the Stargate's true nature. Intent on easing the situation, Jackson stays behind as the team returns to Earth, but finds himself pitted against a tyrannical religious leader with no tolerance for those who don't share his beliefs. Sounds a lot like Daniel. Uh, if I'm fair, um, I like that this is intent on easing the situation. Jackson's like, I got this. I'll stay here. I'll fix everything. Mm. Good job, you Dan. Know, um, you know that scene in Precious? You know the movie Precious with Mariah Carey? Sounds no. like, yes, I do. But that one, yeah. Um, you, know, you, know that, you know that scene where she's getting f***ed by her dad and she just leaves her body until... <laughs> oh, hang on. That's, Maybe um, I that's, need to see this. That's how, I, that's how I get through this episode. <laughs> I just leave my body until it's over. You think just, about f***ing you your dad. <laughs> that's so he weird. is a very tender lover. I'll have you. <laughs> Tender. That's what your sister said. But that's. <laughs> Did I just make it worse? What? <laughs> this for me, it's it's just so bad. It even did one of the worst writing tropes in history, where they start off the episode and you're like, oh, what's going on here? And then it's like three months earlier, and you're like, yeah. dude, really? Like for me, if you start off a story in the middle because it doesn't get the audience's attention because the beginning is too boring, then you need to rewrite the beginning, man. Right. <laughs> this, is, this is season eight. Like, I'd, I'd let one, that kind of writing trick go in season one when you're still trying to build an audience. This yeah. is in season eight of SG1. They have a hardcore fan base. We yeah. don't need some little trick to hook us in. Like, we're yeah, watching right. the episode. Yeah, we'd be happy with yeah. that kind of boring 10-minute opening, really. And then, yeah. for me, the highlight was Carter coming in as the leader of SG-1, kind of for the first time. That was and nice. Was, I did and, like that. And to me, it was a bit underwhelming because of this whole Although, story. she did lie. She did flat-out lie her first time out. Once they come through the gate and she's talking to the leader guy, she's like, oh, um, you know, you're surprised. We've never come through into, into as a museum piece before. And that's like... Yeah, remember back in season three um, with that planet um, where they all got younger and there was Linnea the Destroyer and she got younger and they all didn't have any memory? Mm. They, they entered through a museum. That's where the Stargate was. I thought that was just a like, warehouse. In a museum. Am I thinking about the one where they started up the Jeep? No, yeah. the Jeep was 1969. No, there was another one. Wasn't there another one? Yeah, they tried to find where they managed to find the DHD and they, they pull open that drape. Because everything's covered and dusty, and I thought it was yeah. just a warehouse. Oh, I, I thought it was like a museum warehouse. Because oh, they go so. up, they're looking at like historical stuff because they've all forgotten their memory. We'll have to go, I'll have to go back. I thought it was just like it's storage. They're just chucking all this stuff in there. And like yeah. the gate. The what gate about that covered. one? What was the one? It was even earlier than season three with the, the kids that, that the kids were the intelligent people in the society. Or they oh, were like lobotomizing yeah, stuff. Nacquid generators. I feel like did that episode open and like Daniel was going around like doing archaeology oh, shit yeah. on the walls? That was a temple. It was a yeah, temple, was, was a it? Like temple, that, right? Yeah. Okay. Or a pyramid, yeah. even. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I always got the the vibe with that Linnea, the destroyer, like when she was the young chick. I always got the vibe that they were like in a museum because they were like searching there because they didn't have any history. They were trying to find out their own history because they'd all lost their memory. But mm. yeah, I mean, warehouse. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I thought it was just a warehouse because from memory, I was complaining when we did the podcast, I was complaining that they brought the MALP in and the DHD was actually covered by a tarp. And Daniel was like, yeah, oh, here's right. the DHD. And I was like, dude, you meant to suss that out before you go to a planet. Yeah. Which was kind of I cool just, in this episode because 
I was like, they better not just walk through because I remember that clear shot of Carter being there. Yeah. And one just walking through. And then I was like, oh, good, the mouth comes through. And then there was just a quick fade to... Yeah, there's know, that little time cut where they... Politicians standing in the line, which was... Yeah, we skip over know. all the back and back and forward. Yeah, skipping this episode is good. Yeah. This, is, this, this is the episode you always skip. Like, we've said that a lot. Yeah. But this is the one. Yeah. If you're going to skip what, do you know what Peter DeLuise calls this episode? He calls it um, The English Patient for Daniel Jackson. It's Daniel <laughs> Jackson's The English Patient. And I'm like, well, Actually, I haven't seen The English Patient. So who, who wrote and directed this, did you say, Mitch? Uh, this was uh, yeah, Peter F. West, or uh, West, how you pronounce his last name, was the director. The writer was Damien Kindler. Damien Kindler, go home. Kindler, yeah. <laughs> He's done this too many times to us. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, on, on IMDb, it's the second lowest rated episode of the season. Yeah, I've won- wondered about it. It was like 7.3 or something, wasn't it? 7.2. Uh, 7.2. The only one lower than this is uh, Sacrifices. And given that Reese isn't here, I can safely say my big fat Jafar wedding um, is right. <laughs> lower than that. Uh, I mean, that sounds fun. And don't that forget, was, there's listeners that, original title. that, that haven't watched SG1 yet. So just... I haven't given anything away. But yeah, that, I'm just that, saying. That was the FYI. original episode title. That was the original episode title for Sacrifices, mm. uh, which scored the lowest this season on IMDb. And then the, what did they call it? The Great Ring of Shut oh. the Hell Up. I don't care. Ass, whatever it is. <laughs> Avedon or something. Yeah. You know who I annoyed me the most place. in this episode, apart from that redhead chick and Daniel? That uh, look, very looking motherfucker. Her, her brother slash husband. Yeah. <laughs> I, that I, was I honestly. Stupid. They're supposed to be husband and wife. If you told me that she was his like little sister or daughter, mm. I would have believed you. Like, yeah, totally. Um, I think it's two two years after this, she goes on to play a high school. Uh, sorry, a, a college senior in Gilmore Girls for like two seasons. What? And she's oh, playing one of like the great a, one of the great shows. Sheila. She plays Sheila. Sheila. Um, <laughs> she um that that relationship reminds me of that. You know how there's always those weird couples that you're surprised that they're married? Like, for me, it was... Yeah. Um, what's her name? Out of Your Madonna, Mar- obviously. Mar- yeah, obviously that. That was just a win <laughs> for me. But the one that... Uh, the Someone dude out of... <laughs> the... Bur- oh, now I've forgotten the name. Maria Backren, oh, is that it? Marina mm. Backren. Marina Backren, and then the dude Adria. from... And then the dude from Gotham. Oh, Ben McKenzie, yeah, yeah. That's weird. Are oh, they married, are they? Yeah, 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 that's weird. He was hot back in the day, though. Remember, he was the main character from uh, the OC. The OC, yeah. I remember. OC Obviously, hot. she yeah. was she was into the OC. Yeah, she was, double cl- she was double-clicking her mouth to him back in the, in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. And you would remember her as being the hot girl from any show she's ever been on. So. <laughs> yes. Hey, mate, she she was the um, the prostitute for, um, in Firefly. Yes. Homeland. Yeah. The, the prostitute with a venereal disease, a, a deadly yeah. venereal disease that never came to fruition. In yeah, International Women's Day from Deadpool, obviously. Uh, oh, so lots yeah. of fun stuff going on. Shut the front door. That's the winner. Great. <laughs> and open the back door. Uh, well, I was going to say, that's, oh, yeah, that's what you have to do for that scene, obviously. <laughs> um, and uh, so the, the, the other dude, the Luke Perry motherfucker, as you called him, Jared Kane, <laughs> he's actually already been in Stargate. He was back in um, that shitty episode, the first episode that Martin's in, Martin Lloyd, you know, when he finds mm. out that he's an alien. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. He's one of, he, he, no joke, Jared Kane, the guy who plays Jared Kane, Interrogates Daniel and Sam. He's the one that interrogates them in that right. um, in that way. He's one of the you know Agent Smiths looking dudes. Mm. Yeah, that ends up being one of Martin's people. Yeah, see yeah. that makes sense because I I don't know whether it was just because it bored me from the start or because you guys had told me that it would bore me the whole way through. But I felt like I was only half watching this when you know doing doing household duties and stuff. And then he pops up on screen. And I'm like, oh, he's obviously going to be the the bad guy like in the flashback scenes before we know what's going on because he's got that bad guy look he very easily could be a bad guy but yeah. there you go because he did have that evil tinge to him in uh in the first martin episode and then i think if you didn't have the bald religious freak in this episode he would be default bad guy because he's got yeah. that look about him but you know he just had to yeah, be yeah always even when i rewatched this i thought he was the bad dude but he turned mm. out to be okay yeah and still I, I, didn't, shit. I didn't understand the like the weird like non love triangle like she had a crush on daniel because she obviously has eyes 
but then it's like he didn't yeah, and she was, how and they were alone for god knows how long yeah and like he didn't return any of the feelings to her even jared kane wasn't even like threatened by it mm. like i just I did, and it went nowhere like at no mm. point did daniel <laughs> profess his love yeah. and say i love you but i can't be with you already he was just like bye yeah but he did kind of the the kind of weird cheek grab yes. and she turned away oh, when she's yeah. doing you know, hanging that the was, sheets on the line yeah that was weird i'm like dude okay. what she you know she's married like yeah like he was just, and like, yeah, he like, was like a child, child bride for ages <laughs> yeah i think he got more interested when he found out she was married (laughs) (laughs) hang on what you're married oh shit you're from a different planet and you're married Hmm, that ticks off two of my boxes it has been a while since daniel's got any alien love so you know maybe he's just feeling that feeling that urge the one that for me was she said she paused the the redheaded girl paused the water on daniel's face with the with the washer Mm. and he wakes up and she's like oh sorry i didn't mean to Wake you! I'm like, no, water in his fucking head. I have no memory of that <laughs> scene whatsoever. That's how much I was paying attention. No memory of that. That happened to me when I was having my appendectomy. I was just, I had a three-hour surgery. I, I don't know. I was asleep. I don't know how long it took. But then my wife came in and started taking pictures of me, and and it, and it was the old school camera, like, and I'm like, what the. And I never slept for the rest of the hospital stay. It annoyed me. Oh, God. That's what that reminded me of, that scene. Don't pull the water. Stop taking pictures of me then. You want me to rest? God's sake. We're not allowed to do that. (laughs) The same for me when I was asleep and the dog came in and started licking my balls. And I was like, why did you wake me? Just keep going. Don't wake me. I didn't put this peanut butter on it for you to get it off, or I just put it on there because it's soothing. You know? Yeah, I'm I'm napping naked for a reason. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> it's even weirder now that you got a roommate. <laughs> That's sleep week two. Home. That's yeah. week two. <laughs> get to know me, buddy. I sleep like this. <laughs> I think um, this episode two got me because I was. It, it opened up with him obviously coming to you know waking up from however long he'd been asleep, Daniel. And I thought... <laughs> Almost as long was, as I was during this episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, I thought it was going to be like one of those... Because I think the first two scenes, there isn't a lot of dialogue to suggest like she's telling him much, like catching him up on things. It would almost felt like he'd woken up and she's like, oh, hello, Andrew. And, you know, convincing him <laughs> that he's somebody else. And then all of a sudden, yeah. then there's backstory. And I thought, okay, that's... Like when you said it's a, it's a, it's an, a shitty little trope. But I thought that stuff I can deal with if there's like a fair twist. Like if, you know, you're going back to these flashbacks, like, okay, cool. I know where this is going to get to. If they were to get to the point at the end of the flashbacks before where you started, there was some kind of twist that changed everything you'd already seen. Um, But there wasn't that. It was like she, it was very generic, nothing to suggest that he was either being looked after by her or that he was kept captive by her. Then you had all the flashback stuff. And then once you'd seen enough flashback stuff, all of a sudden cut back to the present and she's catching him up on all these details. And I'm like, Oh God, we're really taking a long time to get this started, which is strange that it took 10, 12 minutes of screen time in a 44 minute episode to get started because then it just feels like at the end, it just ends and there's no real, I mean, there's a resolution, yeah. but it wasn't like it, it paid off in this amazing way that you're like, oh, yeah. well, I feel Nothing like... All, all, it was, all it was was they just managed to get Daniel home. And they're like, yeah. it's not a... The whole episode, they're like, it's not about just getting Daniel home. It's about other shit. And then turns out it was just about getting Daniel home. They're like, yeah, go home. And like, like, yep. And then credits. We, we've but seen the warring dumb. factions before. Like, we've so seen dumb. them with, with Jonas's planet. We've seen the yeah. different factions... Back in season, what, three or season four, with the, they're going to kill anyone who comes through. Yeah, like, that was, that was two warring factions. And I feel like new that ground. was a little more, yeah, oh, that was a little shit. more poignant in pointing out how silly we are as human beings in the real world for mm. having, like, fighting over our differences. But Don't forget was, uh, Renee of Bojanoa. In the other side, yeah. And, and um, they yeah, were all a bit, a bit more interesting. This didn't give me anything to make me think about how silly we are as human beings. Like there was, there was nothing between those two, um, those two factions that I was like, oh yeah, they're they're both making the mistake of being ignorant or anything like that. Though. Yeah. 
To me, this was new ground mixed with 100 days, but worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the one bit of redeeming factor that I like for this episode is what it contributes to the greater whole in that I'm more and more, you know how a lot of people have sent us the, the Reddit list of like how you should chronologically watch the shows now that there's two running at the same time and there's that weird... You mean the like, list that we're not following? Yeah, the one that we're not following. <laughs> yeah. To me, this, this reinforces the fact that we've done the right thing because in this episode, obviously, it's the three months later. And in next week's the episode, we're going to do next week's suspicion in Atlantis. Weir says it's been three months since they arrived in Atlantis. So for me, that helps sync things up. That yeah, okay. You could say like the first four episodes of SG1, like New Order, Lockdown, Zero Hour, all took place over a week or two. And then it's been three months. That's so been like three months and two weeks. And in Atlantis, it's been about three months. So they're kind mm. of you know, catching up to each other in that regard. What have they been doing since Shepard got eaten by a radis bug, just chilling? Yeah, well, um, we'll get to it next week. I'll, I, I've, I've already... Well, you've watched Dead, but we Yeah, I've watched, I've watched next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they've sort of... There's a few little things we can talk about then about what they've been doing in the, the three months mm. while they've been on Atlantis. Obviously, sterilizing the Athosians. We I want think those so. people not, to die out as quick as possible. Not a lot. <laughs> um, oh, hey, kids, look, there's plenty of other closets you can just go and get lost in and won't find you. Yeah, and <laughs> just needling them. Uh, you know what's a sick rush? Wait for the kawoosh and jump into it. It's sick. Well, um, to, We've seen it before. It's, it is really good. Your shoes just stay there. It's all this left. As a little tempter for next week, they actually say in the episode, it's been three months and they've only done nine off-world missions. So in three months, there's only been nine off-world missions in Atlantis. So it's like We're that. so shit. There's been a lot of sitting around <laughs> scratching themselves and yeah, washing man. the Athosians. And- uh, we have to do some like- mission reports. What for? <laughs> We're in another galaxy. Just chill. And I want them printed. We don't have any paper. Well, let's make paper. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a printer. Them. <laughs> let's 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 put, make a slurry out of all those dead ancient trees that I told you to get rid of last week. Yeah, McKay and, had to build a printer. Yeah, printing <laughs> press. Yeah, and then, and then she also wants uh, she also wants a, a weekly newsletter, the Atlantis Weekly, um, where yeah. they can put out all the information. So he's hey, that as well. We should start the Atlantis no. Weekly. <laughs> the pe- I, I prefer the Pegasus Post, but that's just Ooh, me. Brilliant, oh, like brilliant. That. Yeah, that up. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was good, his was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my redeeming qualities about this, and he, he's very, you know, one-dimensional, uh, and even his, his aesthetic look is very cliche, but I still got a, a bit of fun out of the, the bad guy. Uh, what was his name? Um, oh, the, uh, the bald guy. The bald guy, religious freak guy, whatever his name mm. was. I thought he was a bit of fun. Just he had a name? He, he was like a human... Yeah, exactly. He was like a human version of a Gould in the sense that the Gould come a solo yeah. themselves and we are almighty, we are all powerful, whereas this guy comes on going, our gods are almighty, our gods are all powerful and we are so loyal. And, mm. you know, again, SG1 and the SGC and whoever, you know, and namely like O'Neill when they have that meeting is like, hey, look, we've, we've met some of these guys, not all the cracked up to be. Actually, they're all... Uh, kind of dicks and he's like well that's just because you aren't loyal we'll be the most loyal and then they'll reward us he's like yeah they'll probably kill you and enslave you no nah, that's just because no one's been as loyal as we're going to be yet but he's just saying it like again in a stern cliche bad guy way and i'm like oh, i kind of feel like i need this at the moment like the rest of the episode wasn't giving me enough so i'll settle for like a, a baseline villain at this point you know cartoon yeah. level one-dimensional looking bad guy yeah if he suddenly had a flanged voice and said he was Harrower's brother, I would have believed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that could have totally. been fun. <laughs> could have been. Totally could yeah. have been. Something I couldn't forgive, though, was there was a line uh, towards the end when um, Daniel finally makes radio contact to the SGC and he's throwing in those code words, mm. of, like telling us what to do. I forget who it is, but someone says if Teal'c translated it correctly. That was Carter. <laughs> That was Carter. Oh, was it Carter? I've, I've got the timestamp. Hang on. I'll just bring this oh. up because that annoyed the shit out of me. Just so I hope someone's been feeding my lower sock while I've been away. 
I'll give him a lower suck. We pieced together all the gold words Daniel gave us. If Tilk's translations are correct, he's suggesting a strategy to retake the bunker. He is proposing a coordinated attack against Sorin. We come through the gate at the same time as Daniel and Kane's men enter from the surface. I'm thinking we take SGs 3, 6, and 12 as backup. We go in hot, secure the gate, then extract Daniel. He has supplied an estimate of the strength of Soren's forces, as well as a possible date and time for the assault. Our next communication is in five minutes. Yeah, line's important. All we need to do is confirm everything and, of course, get a go from you, sir. All right. Well, not to nitpick or anything here, T, but are you sure you got it right? I am certain, O'Neill. Okay. Dude, seriously. Like, really? Are we really asking Teal'c if he translated gold? I've been speaking gold a hundred years before you were born, bitch. What <laughs> the f***? Remember, remember in um, Absolute Power when Daniel's having his dream, like when he's got all the, when Shifu gives him the knowledge, and he specifically brings in Teal'c to go, what does this word mean? And Teal'c says the word. Yeah. And he goes, thank you, you can go now. Shoot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hell. Come on, Damien. Yeah, that's what I thought, Ned. Go away. Yeah, Daniel. maybe with yeah. maybe with Daniel's absence, they needed a, a, a recognizable team member there to cast doubt on his friends, because uh, obviously Daniel always knows better. So you need Carter to go. Oh, I'm not comfortable with this, but Daniel's not here to be negative. Teal, are you sure <laughs> that you know how to speak your own language? But yeah. then Jack does the double up at the end. It's like really. Mm. If I was Teal, I would have threw a tantrum and stormed out of that room. I would have been like. I threw a tantrum. That was bullshit. You know what he could have done? He could have got up, said something in gold language, and then what's that mean? He goes, translate it and then come talk to me. You know? Like just throw down some shade. What do you think it is? Yeah. Uh, that would have been perfect. The most redeeming factor for me was just RDA. He was the he was seriously the only good bit about this. And I'll tell you why in a second. Yeah. But he questioned, he questioned Teal'c, so... He's that, that, that annoyed me. That annoyed me. Mm. But this is, this is the other reason. So let them see it's not the end of the world. If we leave now, who knows what could happen? We have to help them. You know that. Regular contact, no exceptions. The second things start getting a little squirrely... Thank you. Daniel. Squirrely. Squirrely. That was, my, a, that was my favorite bit. That's an RDA ad lib right there. There was no way they wrote squirrely in the in the script. Squirrely, <laughs> squirrely maybe, no but not squirrely. No way. Imagine if Hammond had spoken like that. That would have been great. Hammond was just like, Doctor Jackson, I already believe you. Let's just go <laughs> you, right in. You've been convincing me for twelve minutes, but I believed you after the first minute. <laughs> I told you after the first thirty seconds, you're right. And then the, if you don't, if you don't then the mind, director I've said, "Action in two minutes." I just wanted to see how long you could talk. <laughs> I just realized that my Hammond is actually the same voice I use for Dr. Phil. I was just say, my, my, Hammond, my Hammond was Will Ferrell doing George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, Walter was in this episode. Did anyone mm. that? Oh, was he? I probably slept through that too. If we're, talk if we're talking about extra sassiness, then Walter brought that this episode. Well, I'm glad somebody brought something to this episode. This is Stargate Command calling Dr. Jackson. Do you read me? Can you boost the signal? We're at maximum gain, Colonel. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you can clearly see it, Sam. What is wrong with you? That's hilarious. That made me laugh so hard. Oh, damn. I just love Walter. Could you have Kevin boost the signal? No, I thought I'd leave a little bit on the table. I didn't think I'd try as hard as possible. Throwing a um, throwing a little quote from uh, 200 is, uh, can, it, can we reverse the polarity? Can you boost the signal? We're at maximum gain, Colonel. <laughs> Bloody Carter. Two shit lines in this. Who wrote this? I can't And Damien. Damien Kinlock. Damo, you flog. He's Get written some stuff, here. though. Like, has, <laughs> hasn't, hasn't he written some good stuff in the past? I don't know. You tell me, mate. You're telling the story. Oh, so far, so like bad. He's written some good stuff somewhere. I'm going to flick through. You guys ch chat amongst yourselves while I flick through my book. Mm, <laughs> trying to find something good. Yeah, right. He wrote, he wrote Evolution. Oh, Oh, this isn't going to help. Right. My, 
This is going to help my cause. He wrote Space Race. Mm. There you go. Oh, sick. Case closed. Uh, Three you got no fans in this room, mate. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this is not ending well. So he far, wrote, two strikes. You've written the two wrote, worst episodes of SG1. He wrote, Memen- he wrote Memento. Which one was that? That one from season six where um, with the, the war balloon uh, people. Yeah. Um, he wrote yeah. he wrote Forsaken with the Cerberus. That was alright. I liked that. Yeah. He wrote Cure. I love that episode. Mm. Yeah, oh, and he wrote right. he wrote the other guys. There you go. He wrote the other guys. So he has got some good gear in him. Did he though? This episode just not <laughs> not up to par. He might have got the credit. I wonder <laughs> if this is Cooper. Quick, I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> Throw me something. Yeah, have I wonder this if this shit is something. He, yeah, he, he pitched maybe like two seasons ago, and they're like, "Yeah, nah." Yeah. And they're like, "Shit, we're all the good writers are over on Atlantis trying to figure out that show at the moment. We just need something to fill it in. Let's just let's just do it." Yeah. <laughs> Michael Shanks is whinging again that he needs to show his range, so we'll, uh, we'll give yeah him, we'll give it's him his, his own con- English. It's patient. in his contract. Yeah. Yeah, he probably wanted to direct it too. <laughs> Apparently, God, he doesn't want to sponsor the show. Yeah, apparently the um the house that he was in too, like the rebel house and stuff, was um the same house from Gamekeeper, like with those O'Neill flashbacks. Mm. I didn't recognise it. I just read that in some trivia. Oh, okay. But apparently it's the same the same house, just shot from a different angle. Oh, um, okay. That's pretty cool. Come come the end, actually. Just I was moving from the house where they obviously planned um, the attack. And you know, for the whole time, J- Jared, right, the husband of uh, the husband slash brother, that great um, alien name, Jared Kane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least spell it differently, guys. Jared, what starts with an X? Okay, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> um, and he's gonna go. Are you kidding? I'm one of twelve men. There is no way that I can take the capital back from bald religion guy. Um, we'll, it'll be it'll be a suicide mission. It'll be an absolute slaughter. There is I will not do it. I will not sacrifice my men. They send you know word back through the gate, and you know they're going to meet them halfway. There's going to be three SG1 teams. So what another twelve people coming from that end, and then their twelve coming from uh, their own end, and they meet in the middle. They take down a couple of bald religious guys, men. And then they go up to the command center and his little female offsider pre getting shot in the face goes, we are horribly outnumbered. I'm like, hang on a second. 20 minutes ago, there were 12 people and it would have been a suicide mission. Now there's 24 yeah. and like they are brutally outnumbered and they're about mm. to take back control of the city. I'm like, well, what they happened double, to all they your- They double their numbers, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just that simple. It's math. Times are by two. And you have, yeah. yeah, what was with that shit? Yeah, and the they bring her back too. She's in like three or three other episodes as like different characters. She's like a member of the trust, like towards the end of this season or next season or mm-hmm. something like that. She does an episode of Atlantis where she's in like. They yeah, it was very it uh, very underwhelming for me. I mean, I did have it at two times the speed, so it was pretty quick. But it was just. <laughs> well, I wish they made it. How did they make it in? Did they make it into the bunker? Like it was real quick. It was like they shot three people. Mm. And then SG One shot three people, and it was done. I feel Magic. like all the all the interesting stuff happened off screen, and we mm. just got to see the other stuff. <sighs> well, there's an episode. You had the other guys. You get to see what they're doing, what SG One are doing stuff. What if there was an episode called The Other Stuff, and you only saw the boring <laughs> shit? Like you only went it's, to the gate as the gate shut down and you got to see like Sila come in and like do some mechanical checks. You had a cleaner coming in and sweeping <laughs> up the, the debris that come back through and they're escaping a Jafar attack and shit. What's happening in the cafeteria ordering different kinds of jello. I mean, these are the stories we need mm. to see. We've run out of yellow. God damn it. Yeah. Speaking of uh bald guy, this for whatever reason was my favorite line. And I don't remember why I wrote it down, but let's, let's play it anyway. From Tilk. It is obvious you revere the Great Ring as much as we do, General O'Neill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love you, old gal. Quite possibly for different reasons than you. We both seek to defend our people's way of life, do we not, General? To protect their very existence. You do not represent the people of your world. You merely kill those who believe differently and would stand against you. You speak what is on your mind. I admire that. Like Actually, you. in your case, 
He's holding back. Carter? I have no memory of that scene whatsoever. I, I had no idea. That, <laughs> I, I had no... Right now, I'm finding out that Bald Guy actually went to Earth. He came to Earth. That's what I was wondering. Why didn't they just shoot him in the face? I'm like, how, they, did, mm. how did he get there? Why didn't they hold him hostage until they got and then just, back? Yeah, and then just dial back and be like, hey, we never got you, dude. Like, yeah. send someone else. And I'm and happy to get her that. I'm happy to get her that too for this. But now that we found out that his name was Soren... That is um, Malcolm McDowell's evil character from Star Trek Generations, the guy that kills Captain Kirk. Yeah, and he has this great line where he says, time is the fire in which we burn. Oh, love it. I don't mind, don't mind the line. And from McDowell too, like that's the way that he would say it. No, that line, that's why that scene stays with me, Brennan, because of that line from Silk. And he didn't even look yeah. at him. And then even uh, as you were going, yeah, don't, don't, don't think he's being nice to you. He wants to rip <laughs> your face off. Because uh, Tilt doesn't say much. No. And when he's saying, you just talking shit, bro, and just not even <laughs> looking at him, I'm like, dude, that's so boss. Well, that's because Daniel was there. He's got his guns there, out. So he's beautiful. Tilt was hair. able to actually get a word in edgeways because Daniel wasn't there in the briefing. Yeah, mm. good call. <laughs> wow, I'm really hating on Daniel this episode. It's not. It's not like me at all. No, it's, it's just. It's the. It's the effect of the episode. Unfortunately, like the it. main character. In I don't. It. I don't like the way this episode makes me be. It's, you know, <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, I think that. I think I agree with that. He didn't have his glasses, so for me, it was just Mark of Shanks in mm. a telly movie, midday movie, in a leather yeah. jacket with lamb's wool. Yeah, because Madeline. that's why. That's what I was saying last week. It's like the X Men Origins. Wolverine origin story. How did he get that jacket? I want to know. I actually want to know. More than Logan. <laughs> All right. It's time to find out who has been paying attention. attention. And because of the lag, that didn't work. Yeah. No, that's right. We won't worry. That's good. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> and that's we'll why we don't do an intro over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, it's okay. me, it's me. All right, it's me. Right, 30, 30 seconds on the clock with five 30 questions. questions. 30 questions, five seconds five on the clock. Five seconds to answer that. Let's do it. All right, All right your time to... starts. Oh, yeah, give it to After me. the first question. According to Tilk, what does ring call knock mean? Uh, eat my ass. Incorrect. What does Keltesh mean? Shitting through a wire basket. Very close, but no. What was the name of the planet in Icon? Tagalus? Tagalus? Correct. What did the people on the off-world planet call the Stargate? Uh, the Circle of Areola. <laughs> Incorrect. Caledonia is the ancient Roman name for what country? Jonas's penis. Incorrect. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. One out, <laughs> one out of five. Making Reese look like a f***ing... He had to go into Mensa. I had to watch that episode three times. (laughs) I fell asleep each time. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I didn't know the bald guy even went to the SGC. Like... No, good call. I feel like I've seen that bald guy in something. Anyway, Mm. question one. Tilk, what does ring call knock mean? It means strategy. What does eat, Kel... Hey, te- eating my ass is a strategy. So I want half uh, points for that. Not anymore, because we've found out that it's like a... Shitting through the bus. Fangon forest down there. I always thought it was silky smooth like the moon. What does Keltesh oh, mean? Make it, it silky smooth. <laughs> it means uh, it's a well-known battle tactic, flanking attack from both sides. Oh, pinza. We, we know that's what you like. What was the name in Planet? Tegalus, you got that? Or te- Tegalas? I don't know how to say it either. What did the people on the off-world planet call the Stargate? The Great Ring of Avedon. Caledonia is the ancient Roman name for Scotland. Ah, oh, but some of the Cal- great about, people. Where's New Caledonia? Isn't that like in the Bahamas or something? No, no, that's like uh, east of New Zealand in the what? Pacific. Oh, okay. Yeah, like after Fiji. or bef- No, sorry, between New Zealand and Fiji. That's where that is. Yeah. 
Correct. Right. I when you said Caledonia, I heard um, Jonas's planet. What's it called? Kelowna. That's that's what I heard. That's why I said Jonas's planet. What the Stargate was called? Chapai. You didn't get any of the questions. No. You heard it. Yeah, I heard it. I'm, I'm freaking way behind. Caledonia is the ancient Roman name for what country? Scotland. Well, yeah, I just said it. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I need to rewatch it again. Correct answer. Wow, that was the at-home edition <laughs> when someone's on stage and that big hook comes and drags them off the stage. That was huge. <laughs> <laughs> now, someone's sleeping on the couch tonight. Probably Great people, the Czechs, they just capitulate, don't they? We've always seen that throughout history. As soon as the Pollock surrendered, they're like, yeah, yeah. We're doing that too. I'm I'm recording this, so I'm totally going to see if I can record on my phone and turn that into a gift of uh, just closing yeah. the door off Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's episode 160 of Get Into Gate with a fabulous icon, uh, as you boys said. We will be back next week to talk Stargate Atlantis. Uh, what's the episode oh, called? Yes. Suspicion. Suspicion. Which is one that We're I done. in a trap. I teased that back in, um, back in Rising. I teased that to you, Mitchell, when you were questioning what was happening with um, the wraith in the city and all. Oh, like, uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we get some resolution in this episode. Join us back next week. You can check out all of our old episodes on the podcasting channel of your liking. Just search Get It Gate, a Stargate podcast. And subscribe for Christ's sake if you haven't already. Just hit that old yeah. subscribe button. Uh, you can follow us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, fun one went up this week. Now, was that a, was that a Brendan or Maddie uh, done thing this week? Uh, my wormhole is... On That's our uh, social, I could tell straight away Look, that was a no offense, Maddie, but I figured that was the case, and uh, <laughs> and that was a bit of fun. Uh, so yeah, my wormhole is, and then you just tap the middle button yeah. on your predictive text twenty five times yeah, to see what happens. And we had some, some pretty awesome ones. If, if, oh, I was God. I was quite shocked and disturbed, but proud of mine. So if you want mm. to see mine, it's in the comments on our Instagram post. It's probably the bluest we've gotten so far, which is yeah. no surprise, really. Yeah, no. it's so good. I actually thought that you'd fudge the system, but I know that you wouldn't, and mm. that's what makes it so great. So if you haven't done that yet, yeah. jump on the socials, have a bit of fun with that yourself. And uh, if you want to drop us a long-form uh, email, a little bit of a message, uh, get into gate at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you'd like to be one of our icons... Oh, my God, brilliant. Jump on our Patreon, guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just like the following... Now, I've got a big list here because, quite frankly, and I apologise, I'm going to blame Rona Brain. I forgot last week, or two weeks ago when we did the last episode, I forgot to give a little shout-out to our patrons. So, uh, massive shout-out to David Morland. Uh, oh, the The Morsey. Um, this, the next one, Julian Apostate, which is obviously his nickname is going to be The Prostate. Like that's, obvious. that's obvious. Obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, Ryland Schuster, stupid parents. Why would you put an L in Ryan? I don't understand that, but welcome. <laughs> uh, Great people, his parents, if they want to sponsor the show. Yeah, and um, and you know, <laughs> get a dictionary maybe. Um, Johnny, Johnny Matsippi, Matsippi, Matsippi pie, the Mat Dog, my tippy, Johnny. Yeah, uh, welcome. Pop the tip in, yeah. Pop the tip in, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, Travis McGlenn, Glenn Fittich. Oh, McGlenn. Have yeah. a look at McGlenn. Glenn oh, Fittich on the, the rocks. side of McGlenn. Uh, oh. <laughs> welcome, Travis. Welcome to AJ Miller. Uh, welcome, yeah. welcome mm. to Philip Sims, Sim City. Anthony it's Jr. all up in the Sim City. Um, welcome to Josh, no last name, just like Madonna. Jesus oh, Christ. Josh. 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 And then also <laughs> Mick. Just Mick. Just straight up Mick. Mick. Love Mick. it. Mick. Yeah. Uh, oh, and nice to have you, Michael. Mickey Pills. Don't and it. finally, uh, welcome to Michael Ames. So thanks, guys, for all jumping on board to our Patreon. We very much appreciate it. Nice. 
means we can do cool stuff like give away this. Oh, shit. Uh, now, you're, you're broadcasting from your geek room there, Maddie. That wouldn't look out of place on the wall right behind you. If I had the wall space. Wouldn't. If you did. Mm. Or rip down some of that Star Trek yeah. shit and put that up. <laughs> I've always said that. Yeah, oh, you. I agree. Don't think I won't cut you. <laughs> um, so I'm going to draw the winner in my uh, oh, stuff. Oh, shit. In, out of my Starfleet Command mug. Well, that's three, bitch. So that is actually three. I'm oh, going to have to mute you. I'll just switch off your you. feed there. The line has to be drawn here. This far and no further. There you go. He's there gone. Go. Oh, I see him. I don't know why, but it's like, it feels good. <laughs> it's like serenity. He's going to be writing a note here. It looks like fuck. You. He's just gonna have to show it to the camera now. <laughs> He's mute. I've muted him. I've got control of the Zoom meeting, and he is gone. Oh, see, oh, wow. it, we, we, <laughs> and the winner is oh, one of the great patrons. Oh, hello, actually been on the show, Ashley Knight. Oh, congratulations, the Knight. Maddie is giving you a one hell of a uh, an applause. Not that we're able to hear him because we shut uh, that shit right down. Any of the rules? He knows it. He shows you his very cleavage again. <laughs> I like the pout. It's it's yeah. like it's like usually it's either the cleavage or the pout. He manages to make both work at the same time. Uh, that's so good. Oh, congratulations, Ash Knight, for the uh, the great poster here. We've got a poster of just a puddle jumper and a it's a blueprint, if anything. So <laughs> maybe we can send that to you. <laughs> to explain what it is. You're going to love it's it. It's very cool. It is actually very cool. And yeah. Maddie went to the trouble of uh, printing it on some, uh, I yeah. don't know, some kind of special paper as well. So, yeah, Ashley um, and what, her future that? husband Silas, they're going to love this. Pop that yes, in, the, uh, in the baby's bedroom for sure. Yes, yeah. Raise that kid right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Maddie. He loves that gear. Uh, good yeah, stuff. It's a shame well, he can't be on the show anymore. I oh, know, but it, you know, the kid knows the rules. And it, if anything, he went too he went too hard too early. He dropped the Star Trek reference <laughs> after about four minutes, and that's dangerous territory. You know, that's that's like walking yeah. around the frozen lake. You know, that's that. too. It's like, oh, I'll just test how strong it is. Yeah. And uh, mate, it's a mug. I can tell you. Okay, look, apologies yeah. for anyone just listening to the podcast. He's now showing us his mug on the screen, as if to say, all I did was show you a mug. I didn't bring up any facts yeah. or trivia Maddie, about Star Trek, but. That's the ugliest mug I've ever seen, and I wasn't That's talking about That's what we call cut. them uh, tough titties, mate. So, um, <laughs> all right, I'm ready to Look, I can actually kick you out of the Zoom meeting. That's also another option. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next week to talk about suspicion from Stargate Atlantis. Matty will be back. You just have to take his word for it. You can follow him at like high pitched Star Trek loving bullshit. Brennan, where we got you? <laughs> I am, uh, where am I? At and the rest underscore yeah that's that's the one <laughs> beautiful and i'm mitch underscore lewis on twitter and instagram as we said follow us on the show at get into gate all the social media platforms and we'll catch you back next week for more get into gate with stargate at Atlantis. get into geek